Welcome to the Great Lake Smoke Podcast Show. What we talk about basically is the love and the passion of cigars, pipe smoking, tobacco, alcohol, brothers chilling out and having a good time, laughter. Well, what, <laughs> well, how else are you going to you know, enjoy a nice bourbon? And you kind of went animalistic on uh, tobacco buying. And the Rocky Patel Pure and Simple. I don't know, that, that thing just tastes so good. Hello, aficionados. How are, how's everybody doing today? I'm so fired up. I'm so excited. This is the Great Lakes Smoke Show bring, coming from Las Vegas. That's right. Ooh. We are in Las Vegas here. On the convention uh, floor. Convention floor. Uh, I, you know, I'm so excited I can't even talk. That's how great it is. Yes, the Great Lakes Smoke Show sponsored by DAV Cigars, the Chicago Pipe Club, and soon to be many, many more. <laughs> we'll, but we'll talk to you about that later. Uh, this uh, morning's guest is our very good friend, uh, Josh uh, Weiser from Arango Cigar Company. And we're sitting here live, and uh, we've been trying to get Josh here for over a year. But because <laughs> our show is on Tuesday nights, and he has a very special thing that he does on Tuesday nights, and we can talk about it during the show, we had to come to him. Uh, <laughs> as much as we've been asking him to come to us. All the way to Vegas. All the yeah, way to yeah. Vegas, just to hang out with this great guy. Uh, Josh, welcome. Welcome. Thank you very so much for having us here. Uh, we are pretty excited. And, um, I mean, looking at the booth here, this is simply amazing. Uh, I don't know Thank if it's you. like this every year. Uh, this is our first, but we are blown away. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is... Uh We've been here every year for many years, of course. Uh, this booth that we're in now is uh, only our second year with this new booth. Um, our previous booth was similar. It had more walls, but this is this is it. Um, this is a, a Rango in all its glories. I know they really, really can't see everything, but. No, they can't, but you know. if, if you look a little bit behind us, this goes back uh, a good, uh, I don't know, I would say, uh, is this about, about 2,000 feet? square feet? I, that's probably about right. This yeah. looks about 2,000 square feet, folks. Uh, so it's massive. It's one of the bigger booths here at the uh, convention. And uh, again, blown away. And we're going to ask Josh, what is Arango Cigar Company? How did it start? What's it all about? Well, uh, uh, Rango Cigar Company started back in uh, 1932. A man by the name of uh, Joe, Jose, Joe Arango, started it. Um, he was uh, one of the first, if not the first, uh, company to import and distribute Cubans in the United States. Of course, that's illegal now. Yeah, after okay. 59, things change <laughs> drastically, doesn't it? <laughs> and uh, uh, sometime in the 70s, uh, as he got older, um, uh, Jerry Gold um, came in and uh, uh, became partners with him and eventually bought out the company and then the early 80s. Michael Gold, Jerry's son, came into the company as well as uh, Mike's uh, sister Cindy. Um, and then uh, I came in the company in the late 80s. And uh, the company has uh, grown pretty pretty well since then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you're a big part of that. <laughs> I, I, I like to think so. Take kudos, man. It's okay. You don't have to be so modest here. We know the truth. <laughs> yeah, we, we lived through the cigar boom in the 90s. You know, it was, it was incredible. We were, uh, we were in this little tiny 5,000 square foot uh, warehouse in, in Skokie, Illinois. 
And uh, when the cigar boom hit in the early to mid 90s, I remember 94, 95, we were crawling over boxes to pull, pull stuff off the shelf. We had nowhere to put all the merchandise that was coming in. It was pretty, it was pretty impressive. Oh, wow. Uh, eventually, uh, we found a, a, a really nice place out in Northbrook, Illinois, is where we are now. We've been there for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, somewhere oh, around okay. there. Okay. P pretty long are time. Are you outgrown that already? No, but uh, we, getting it's, there. it's very full. Very full. <laughs> w what's kind of cool is that uh, uh, the whole warehouse in Skokie could probably fit in our walk-in humidor at the new location. Really? Uh, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Whoa, it's, that's it's pretty, pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Great place to work, great people to work for. Yeah, absolutely. Would you, maybe one day uh, we can come to you and do a, a, even a, <laughs> another a, a show at your location? I, I don't think uh, I have a choice, do I? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> Anybody see that white horse? <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, uh, you told us you've been with the company now uh, 30 years? 30 years, yeah. Um, I, you look so young, buddy. Well, thank you. That's I less. appreciate that. <laughs> 30 30. We can thank our, our makeup department for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a running joke. I guess they're going to keep me till I get it right. You know? oh, no. <laughs> well, don't yeah. get it right then and just keep going. <laughs> well, no. That's it. Failure way to success. So in the beginning, what, what pretty much was the line versus the lines, many numerous lines that you have now? How did you keep acquiring and, and growing? Well, in the beginning, uh, uh, we were kind of what I call a secondary distributor. Uh, people, uh, the, we, only, we don't sell to consumers, we only sell to retail tobacco stores, so they would use us as kind of their, their secondary. Um, fill in box of Macanudo or an extra box of Punch or Fuente when they needed it. Uh, as, uh, as, as we grew, uh, that secondary became more of a primary for quite a few retailers as we expanded as well. Um, after the cigar boom, we saw that there was uh, uh, not so much more growth in the cigar section because everybody was cigars as it is now. Thank goodness for cigars. If it wasn't for cigars, who knows what would happen with the pipe industry, you know, in the United States. And I'm, yeah. I'm a pipe guy, too. Yeah. You know, okay. you know yeah. Uh, I, I go both ways. Oh. Smoking wise, yeah. pipes and cigars. <laughs> we're we're going to leave that There's one a alone. Show here, Just move on, on. <laughs> move on. Pipes and cigars, pipes and cigars. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. It's all good. It's a Seinfeld <laughs> episode <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, so we, we, saw, we saw an opening for pipe tobacco and pipes and to really uh, go after that market. In the past, uh, I, I don't know, about a dozen years or so is, uh, uh, was, kind of the, was kind of the goal. And we've had the opportunity over the years to acquire some uh, great lines like uh, Eric Nording Pipes, um, by far our most popular. Our Is most that popular the first pipe. one that you, uh, can you take us through the um, buyouts the and the takeovers? And oh, crap, I don't know if I can remember that far back. Uh, <laughs> it's only 30 years, man. I mean, you know, you're still a young man. Uh, I think As close the, uh, to as possible, no matter one and two, two and one, you know, it's all right. The, the first, the, from what I remember, the first like premium pipeline we had was the Sassini Four Dot. Uh, oh, if okay. I remember correctly, that was being uh, brought in by James B. Russell back then, and they were part of the James B. Russell Villazon Danby Policio group. Um, that was a long time ago. That was the first pipe I ever burned out, uh, smoked. You know? Oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> that was the first pipe I ever burned out. Really? <laughs> yeah, Tobacco-wise, yeah. of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, after that, uh, I think our first real uh, premium 
uh, well-known pipe was the Eric Nordy line. Okay. And I want to say that that, that was, uh, we've been uh, importing and distributing his pipes from Denmark for probably close to 15 years now. And they're here, I understand, right? Oh, or they're yeah, coming he today? Yeah, anchors, he anchors our corner of the booth. Yeah, he, ta he takes up. How much stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, he takes up yeah. almost a quarter of our booth. Wow. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty impressive. He has some uh, great pipes at a at a reasonable price, affordable mm -hmm. price, and okay. uh, most people who smoke pipes know that know the Nordy name. He's kind of like the godfather of the freehand. I think everybody does. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and certainly yeah. has one or two or three of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, at least. At least that. Yes. I don't even know how many I got, but quite a few. So as we look around, we're seeing a lot of other big names that you guys have under your umbrella, which is spectacular. Uh, how did it go from there? Uh, I believe next was, uh, uh, you guys remember Michael Butera? He's a pipe maker. Yep. Um, he uh, had a line of uh, uh, pipe tobaccos called Butera, uh, Butera Royal Vintage. Those were mostly made by uh, McClellan. Sure. Of course. Okay. Well, they're, they're, we're, they're we're we're not on that one, yeah. so now what? And uh, <laughs> he also had a line, you guys may not ever have heard of this pipe tobacco before, it's called Esoterica. Did you ever? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I, think I, I uh, heard you, of I can't it. even pronounce it. No, yeah, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> I've never been able to find it, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but we have found it in one of our local, uh, one of your popular cigar lounges. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got it, Chris, uh, from Arlington Heights. Right, right. And, right. Uh, uh, you, from our Chicago Pipe Club group that we meet there once a month, it moves quickly. Yes, All Chris yes. has to do is put it on the table and almost every bag is probably taken. It's like a, a bunch of sharks in a feeding frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a great line, fantastic line. It is delicious stuff. Yeah. Very well made. You can't, uh, you can't get a better made tobacco. You can equal it, but uh, mm -hmm. the quality is, is just sensational. Still made on the same machines back from the 1800s there. It's just, it's just remarkable. Wow. Uh, and, and of course that was, we acquired his whole line except for the Butera pipes. He, he kept those, uh, okay. you know, in his, in his portfolio. So uh, yeah, Esoterica has been uh, uh, unbelievable for us. Um, when Michael Butera was importing and distributing it, it was just made for him for the United States. Oh. And uh, he only sold it to a very small group of retailers, you know, that were buying his you know sure. pipes and stuff like that so okay. our agreement with with him was to you know uh, uh, broaden the distribution and boy that led to a, what it is today it's just uh, uh, the supply and demand is incredible and we get you know we get comments and questions all the time why don't you just why don't you just have him make more people it's aged tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? People don't understand that. You know, they want yeah. they just think you can pop it out and boom. I yeah, mean, it's not it's not like a Marlboro cigarette where you'll turn up the machine. You know, right, yeah, that's right, right. right. It takes a few years to, to get the tobacco going, and uh, we have no way of knowing if this is going to continue when we took it on. You know, so we have increased production over the years. Uh, we're getting a lot more, as you guys know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more people that are interested in it. And uh, it's become a, a just a sensation. And let's face it, it's, it's excellent. They're, they're, oh, no question really about is. it. It, it really is, is the uh, top of the tobacco world. I mean, everybody yeah. talks about I it. Was, I'm wondering yeah. if you can check on my order for uh, Stonehaven. I, I think I have an order in from 2005. <laughs> <laughs> I think 2006. Don't get carried away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're trying to cheat the man uh, every year. <laughs> trying to jump ahead. Can we get some? <laughs> <laughs> He's working on it. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but, but that proves that how much in demand it is. I mean... Uh, when a bag shows up, it's like, if you blink, it's gone already, you know? 
Yeah, what fantastic a, stuff. It is a great position to be in, to be able to sell everything you get in every time. But you can understand it's also, it's it's a bit of a hassle. Sure, for, because for, everybody else wants yeah, it, and sure. you got to keep saying no. And after a while, you <laughs> say no, and you know people get disgusted, and you know. Yeah. And, and uh, find someone else. And more now, it's creates not a bigger fault. demand. And now everybody wants, well, you can't get it. Everybody's looking for it, you know? Yeah, and, and I feel bad for the retailers because uh, all of, uh, you know, all the consumers that, that want the tobacco, they don't, you know, they don't buy it from one retailer. You know, it became like a feeding frenzy, like you said, sure. with the sharks. And, and it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a good thing to be able to sell everything mm -hmm. you get, but it's a lot of work and it's a lot of, a lot of stress, so to speak. No. But a good stress. But a good stress, of course. That's right. You, you make right. a lot of people happy, or should I say a lot of pallets are very happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what else we got going on? What else we got going on? So shortly after that, um, we acquired a company out of Atlanta called XYZ Direct. And uh, they were the importer and distributor for lines like um, uh, Chacon, uh, Rattray, Mastro de Paya. Uh, those were the pipelines, and in the pipe tobacco world, it, it was uh, the, uh, all the lines that came out of the Kohlhaas and Kopp factory in Germany, for those of you uh, who are familiar with their lines, like Rattrays, McConnell's, Freiberg and Traer, um, I, I know I'm missing some. That's uh, all right. Yeah, so uh, uh, that, that whole portfolio, Wessex tobaccos, uh, okay. those were all designed and developed for uh, uh, the Wessex tobaccos were designed and developed for the uh, uh, American market, mm. specifically. We actually own the name Wessex. So we oh, have lines oh, of, okay. uh, of pipes and That's and a, did not know that. Yeah, that's something that, that's interesting, our name. folks. That's, that's our really name. cool. So that, that was very cool, and uh, that was about a decade ago now. God, just, yeah. just <laughs> time flies. When well, you look, you've been a company 30 years, and it yeah, felt like 30 right? days, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> lost all uh, your hair no. on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club, <laughs> but um, well, I know you have a few more. Well, how about the special other companies that you brought in? Because we see some of the owners of some of the other yeah, companies so that you have here, and we also uh, uh, we also partnered up with uh, Credo from France. Raphael and Claire Balabre have been a very good partner with us. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, the the Credo line of humidification and hygrometers has been has been fantastic for us. Very very high quality products, and also. Uh, they do cutters, and there's some new. Mm -hmm. There's a new, really cool ABS leather cigar case that uh -huh. they just came out with. That oh, nice! We're, we're working on. Um, a couple years ago, uh, the last acquisition was uh, a company called Music City Marketing in Nashville, Tennessee. We we acquired them, and um, that kind of rounded off what you see here now. Uh, we uh, got Servi Mirsham and uh, Bucho Can Pipes, uh, also from France. Uh, we also got Falcon and uh, the Castleford line and quite a few other yeah. lines as well. Just so. glancing over at the Falcon uh, display and uh, it's pretty amazing how much has come back in the way of Falcon. Yeah, you know? we're, I mean, uh, it was almost like a dying uh, kind of pipe, you know? They're, 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 <laughs> yeah, they're made in the UK and uh, they have a really good following globally and in the United States it's picked up, it's really picked up incredibly. It's a nice little interchangeable bowl system where you can get you know, metal metal stem and, and real briar bowls, and you could screw it, you know, screw down the bowls, and you can get all different kinds of finishes and shapes, and it's I it, enjoy it's them. Really I got cool. about maybe at least a half a dozen of them or, or more. Yeah. Well, there's and, more yeah. over there. <laughs> I see them, yeah. I'm looking. <laughs> a lot more for you to buy there, Bob. In time, in and, time. And, of course, I'm a, I'm a pipe guy. I'm also a cigar guy, but uh, our focus these days is... Uh, 
for us is really more towards that pipe segment, mm. like I was saying in the pipe tobacco segment. Not pipe because of the FDA. Course, right, right. New pipe tobaccos are not very difficult to, to get them marketed and branded and labeled and well, all that. Well, even like the flavored tobaccos, they're putting a bit yeah. big, uh, stringent hold on, on what's going to happen with those now, with, especially with online sales and everything else. No, nobody knows what's yeah. going to happen here. What's nobody your knows. view on, on where that's going to go? What do you, what do you think is going to happen with well, a lot of these tobaccos now? If if they uh, if they do it like they did overseas, like in, in Europe or Asia or other places, by the way, they're much more strict in Europe. Uh, really? With, with, with yeah. their labeling. Uh, That's what I heard. Yeah, it's it's crazy. When they have a can on the shelf, you can't show the brand. You can only show an aborted fetus or oh, this. this oh, I've trend. seen that yeah. nonsense. Yeah. yeah. You, so, so how do you know what you're buying? You don't. The consumer won't, doesn't know what they're buying. How can you buy something not knowing what you it is? You buy the aborted fetus tobacco. I like that new fetus yeah. plan. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's That's bizarre. absurd. It's, it, so over two-thirds of their label is covered. Is, is yeah. covered. And you can only see a very, very small piece of the brand. Here in the United States, we're we're moving towards we're, that. We're, yes, yeah, we that's when, so that's to like answer half your the question. label is is covered up with right, the, the warning. Right. This product kills, or this product has nicotine, and blah blah. And blah. I for one enjoy the artwork on, on various blends. You know, I, I look kind of enjoy those tins, and I keep them. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. like yes. Yeah, so they the, some of them have put a great deal of effort of artwork into on their tins and stuff, and it and it really promotes their 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 flavored tobacco, their brand and everything. I mean, it's, I mean, you look at anything like Cornel and Deal puts out, like any other box art or tin arts and stuff, it's, it's, uh, you know, I like those things. Yeah. You know, when you look at it, you know, especially you get some pirate cake or uh, black frigate, you know, it's got the old, you know, skull and bones on it, or the black frigate's got the old uh, uh, warship, you know, it, 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 this well, looks I, really cool. I collect those, are the old tins. I got quite a bit of old drugstore blend tins and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I've always enjoyed that artwork, and now to see it possibly disappearing forever. Most likely yeah. it will. It, it's yeah. really, it's, it ticks me off, man. Most likely it will, and uh, they're going to be more aggressive with the ingredients in the tobaccos, I'm sure, eventually. That yeah. they got to have labeled what's in there, and of course the manufacturers don't want everybody to know. Oh, yeah, because no, then everyone's going to start bl blending it at home themselves. Exactly, right. exactly. And then there goes the industry. <laughs> but but that, that could be the direction that it's headed in. We cross our fingers and we fight the good fight, and, yeah. and uh, it's a reminder to us all to really educate yourself on who you vote for. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Not, I mean, not picking sides. The breakfast no, this morning we had, but we you know, know a few senators. we know which side you got to vote for <laughs> on this one. <laughs> there was, uh, yeah, with the breakfast, they had a few senators and whatnot, you know, there, and then those are the guys that are fighting for our our industry and uh, it was good to meet the see those guys meet Absolutely. those guys so um, yeah it is especially you guys who are on the consumer side you see all the money and attention that's taken and spent and all the time and effort the owner of Arango Mike Gold spends a lot of time dealing with uh, anti-tobacco legislation especially in Illinois and Chicago but of course federally as well mm. Arango Cigar Company is very aggressive going after the anti-tobacco uh, in the anti-tobacco lobbyists, and right. uh, so much so that that 
me and a couple other people have taken on more of Mike's responsibilities so okay. he can spend more time Good. Uh, fighting with, with the yeah. bureaucratic bull yeah. shit. Oh, you yeah. know, I, of I, course. I find it amazing that um, the people who are so anti are winning everything, you know, and we as the other side of the consumer, you know, of the tobacco product, <clears throat> have lost our voice completely. It's, yeah. it's like they are winning and we have to deal with their crap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't we uh, have rights too? I mean, I'm hey, a, we're, we're all sharing this it's planet. The same thing with guns. I'm a gun guy too. And yeah. It's yeah. the same. It's the same. You know. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm being pummeled <laughs> from all directions. Yeah. Exactly. That we are. Good thing we're armed. We are. Good thing we're armed. <laughs> yeah. if, if you're gun-toting, tobacco smoking, That's we're, we're on the bourbon edge. drinking. We're on the edge. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Oh, man. <laughs> I go for one Who right knows? now. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. It's all great. It's all great. We don't want to go down that road. I got to. Sure. I got to share with you. Uh, sure. Uh, because of the FDA and because of the state of Nevada. I have to tell you, we have no tobacco products here on the floor. Yeah. We right. heard that. Yeah. We heard from other guys, crazy. if you don't have a sales force or a sales team in their but state. we got to have a license. Licensing. License. License. Yeah. In Nevada, yeah. everything, they, they, yeah. they right. license you for anything you want to do here. And it's a must. Yeah. And uh, uh, if you don't have your uh, OTP license for the state of Nevada, and a company like us, we're very small compared to the manufacturers. You yeah. guys know that. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't make sense for us to get a license to pay the, the, the tobacco yeah. tax for retailers that have their licenses already. Right. And for once a year. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, really. But we have retailers that buy from us they, they, that are in Nevada, mm -hmm. but they have their own tobacco license. So right. Okay. The manufacturers, though, from my understanding, uh, if you have a Nexus, which could be an employee in Nevada, and most of them do, yeah. you theoretically have to have a license in each and every state that you have a Nexus in. Mm -hmm. and that, so for the manufacturers, they already have the license, no problem. But you know, uh, it's okay because most of the tobaccos that you guys know, we actually made these, we had to get a little creative and we made these banners. I don't know if you guys can see it, but. Yeah. I, it might be a little uh, bit. All the tin covers and everything there, so, all the labeling. Yeah. As you guys yeah. are looking right over my shoulder here, yep, as there I'm it is. At, it's, it's right here. So all we are. Uh, we'll try to take some pictures and drop it on uh, on the page for you yeah. too, just to show what else Arango so has. The plus side is, is you could see them all up on a banner. If there is a, a silver lining, if you will, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a lot less merchandise for us to bring, and, <laughs> and weight is less for us right. to ship. <laughs> That's um, true. Yeah, for you, it's a little uh, lightens the load, shall yeah. we say? But this show, what uh, a lot of the retailers, this show, this IPCPR show, for those of you guys who aren't familiar, is a, it's a it's a B two B, it's a trade show for exhibitors to the retailers. Yep. It's ran by the tobacco retailers in the country. Okay. Um, they're, they're the board, they're the ones who put it on, and uh, we're, we sell to the retailers, so obviously we're an exhibitor. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reason I'm telling you all this is because uh, it's never been open to consumers, but for the first time next year, the first day is gonna be called CigarCon 2020, and it will be open to consumers to come and see what's going on and to talk to manufacturers and see the actual people who grow the product, uh, you know, mostly for cigars. You know, uh, huh? there won't be many pipe tobacco people here. There's always pipe people here, like the Nordings are here. Yeah. Uh, Antoine from Chacombe is here. Yeah, Peterson, Seven yeah, Smokers, lots of people yeah, here. Yeah. This, this, yeah. They, they have their presence here, pipe yeah. people. Absolutely. Yeah. And Sutliff, they brought Sutliff, every single one goodness. of their brands well, almost, over there. Almost, almost. Oh, well. There's a few that weren't there. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Oh, there's 130 of them. You could see, yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and we carry them all. We're, we yeah. import, you know, we also distribute all the Sutliff products. 
all of the uh, uh, Peter Stokeby products, Lane Limited, which is STG. Uh -huh. um, we carry. Uh, we're not just our own products. You know, right. our, you know, yeah. our, our, the, the. Who else do you have? Yeah, might as well. Let, what else do you have? Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, show how big a robot is. I don't list. think you, people realize. You just put him on the spot here. Now he's almost, almost, right. almost, almost everything. Uh, okay. I, I don't want to say everything because we don't carry. It's impossible. Uh, absolutely. But this is. Uh, we would need a booth five times this size to, to show every single so thing house we have. Right, we don't we don't bring any of the major national brands here, like Romeo or Macanudo or any of those. Uh, uh, we don't we feel the need yeah. to more focus on our Orango mm -hmm. brands, if you will, which sure. are, which uh, I I've been with the company for over 30 years, and uh, just within the past few years, I started becoming talking about pipes and and trying to uh, train retailers and teach. Uh, even consumers, how to enjoy themselves more when they're smoking a pipe. Of course, it's easy for a cigar. A cigar yeah. is a much easier product, but pipes themselves are, it's such a romantic thing to mm. uh, uh, to load up this beautiful handmade piece of art and, and, and light it and enjoy it. And uh, what a lot of what a lot of people forget is, oh, it's too much work. No, 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 it's not so much work. <laughs> yeah, you no. could smoke it for half an hour, and when you're done with your dollar or dollar fifty at the most, even most expensive tobacco in your pipe, you still have this beautiful handmade pipe. Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. smoke a $10 cigar, what do you have when you're done? A label if you keep it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ash in the ashtray. Yeah. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> you, you know what it's also funny, Kyle, is uh, er, almost, I think, every pipe smoker I know smokes cigars as well. Yep. Oh, yeah. Or, oh, yes. other, or other tobacco. It goes yes. hand in hand. Yeah, but no cigar doubt. smokers, they don't smoke pipe. Not y'all. Yeah, yeah, not all. They're, they're very. Yeah. Well, I have to say one thing. At our weekly club meeting at the Cuban Experience, Bob and I started this out in Waukegan, in Illinois. Waukegan, Illinois. Yes, we started Plug. out with the, <laughs> with the cigar and pipe club, and it was just the two of us. And then Sean and, and Kyle started coming on, and we're about 25 guys who used to smoke cigars exclusively. Are now doing pipes with us. Good job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Good job. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely, that's nice. where we're hoping. Like uh, and it, yeah, this is one of them, Sean. Yeah. This he is used to a... smoke cigars exclusively, but then he's on to pipes now, too. So so you go both ways, too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sean goes both ways, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, sometimes you can get them converted and get them going, um, you know, with George. Was yes. the same way we had solid rock solid cigar, cigar man. Yeah. We turned him on the pipes, and, and within really what six weeks, he had already twelve pipes. Yeah. He, he was wow. just oh, he's so on he, a buying frenzy. I, I want this. I, I want that. I like this shape. I want that color. You I, know, it was like I've been smoking <laughs> pipes now for close to twenty years, and uh, yeah, within that two month period. George already owns more pipes than I have. <laughs> wow. And tobacco. He, yeah. I mean, he oh, just yeah. went nuts on tobacco. That's cool. That's cool. But so we are turning cigar smokers into pipe smokers. You know, and uh, I mean, Bob's uh, been smoking now for, I would say, a uh, couple 50 years, years couple worth of years. Uh, pipe smoking. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's reached the 800 pipe to the... Radius, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maybe close to it. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, can't tell the wife, you know. I can't even imagine how many I'm walking into that room and trying to figure out what pipe I'm going to smoke well, that day. You mean rooms? Yeah. It's not in wow. just one room. You open the wow. front You're door and you there, there isn't a room that doesn't have pipes in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife sometimes, yeah, because you know how it is with a pipe. You've got to, I don't know, you, you, you stare and you have to pick out 
like which one you're in that mood for, for sure. you know? And, and which says, blend you're gonna what smoke. What are you yeah. staring at? Just pick one of the hundreds. No, they don't in get front it. Of you. They <laughs> don't no, get no, no. It. Tell her it's like your shoes, honey. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Oh, that's <laughs> the perfect <laughs> oh, you know? What a comeback that that's is. That's a great one. That's a shutdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what purse are you gonna take tonight? You know? <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, I got a nice large amount myself, and, and you sit there and I rotate the wheel and Okay, let me go to the other one, and we yeah. rotate it. And yeah. Sure. It, it, it's you. You I don't move, know why you move from rack is, to rack and from room to room until that, whatever it is, hits you. It's well, like, that's the one I want right then, now. You know. And then just recently at the Chicago Pipe Show, your wife just bought her first her first pipe. pipe. Absolutely. So, yeah. She bought her first one. After how many years? Was, uh, well, we're together now 30 years so, last week. Well, yeah, but she, and, uh, okay. she loves cigars. She doesn't smoke. Yeah, My does. wife loves cigars. She was, like you said, it's a little bit too much work. I don't want to push her. Slowly she'll get it. She's an ashtray phenomenon. Uh, she's a fanatic over ashtrays. Yeah. Okay. Well, she, she loves- wins them all. <laughs> well, no, I've been <laughs> buying some too for her. She collects them? Is that yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So she has her own little uh, uh, carousel and full of, of uh, ashtrays. Around the house, we have right. ash. He loves ashtrays. So. I got but, so uh, many, I can't even just put them down anymore. Now I got them in boxes, <laughs> and they're in storage. You know? Oh, my. It sounds <laughs> like you guys got enough merchandise to open your own if we oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but I'm going to change mine to Durango. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, well. we could definitely do something about it, but it's the passion. Yeah, it's it is. It's the passion. I, I know sell. you have a passion on your pipes. I, you know, I, I do. It, it, it's just a true love and enjoyment. You know, yeah. forget about the work. It's part of it, the yeah. work. You know? I do. I, I still buy pipes, and it's crazy because I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I enjoy the, the pipe makers, and especially at the Chicago Pipe Show. You see all oh, these yeah. new young oh, artists. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a few too many of them. Okay, so. <laughs> but, uh, but you get to meet them, and you talk to them about it, and you see their passion. And how can you not, you know, <coughs> buy, support a, them. buy a yeah. pipe? you got to you know? support. So, and and yeah. I love it. And uh, I, I, I think it's tremendous that there's people, that, younger people that are interested in what we've been interested in for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want you want to help them and support them and encourage them. And it's them. not just yes. like a, a, a pipe. If people think, well, you know, it's a, it's a basic shape, it's the pipe. They, it's now become like um, a work of art. I, agree. I mean, some oh, yeah. of the designs and, and the artistry involved in it is phenomenal. I mean, you could actually put it in a museum just <laughs> stare at it. it's like wow like you hand carved that you know well, it's like a sculpture as as you're saying that i'm looking at these chacombs right over oh, here yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. there's like a blue one over there and i'm like man that thing looks beautiful that one i've been staring at <laughs> yeah and that is and really a sharp look what do we beautiful. say about people buy colored pipes I'm down not, here? <laughs> not judging, not judging. <laughs> hey we're a little different hey. but uh you know it's it, all right it looks good i like to be a little eccentric once so in a while so we can't hold them too long What's the future of Wrangell? What's new? What do you foresee in the next 30 years of your life here? Uh, right off the bat, what's new um, merchandise-wise is some of the uh, uh, Meerschaum pipes that are behind you. We really uh, got a little deeper in the more classical, traditional shapes. Is there one particular carver that you're working with? Or we're just working with Servi, Barack Servi. Okay. Um, well, he works with many different carvers, like mm-hmm. most of the Meerschaum importers do. Um, and uh, it's called Servi Meerschaum, and there's some beautiful pipes here. As you, I don't know if anybody can see right behind uh, Ronnie here. Yeah, it's kind of. Th- oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, if you step right, that's right. Here we go. Look at my arm, and you can see them all. All right. And there's uh, all different animals. Uh, we were really more focusing on the uh, uh, like the classical shapes, like the Dublins and the apples and the billiards mm-hmm. and what have you. Um, we found that there was a it was a little soft 
uh, with merchandise-wise where people, a lot of the consumers and retailers were just looking for a, a Dublin bent you know, pipe in a, in a meerschaum. So that was our focus there. The future of Arango, uh, um, as long as we're able to uh, keep the FDA and the government off of us, as you know, they're always on us, mm -hmm. tobacco people. Uh, uh, the future of Arango will be to continue to acquire other lines and brands, and, and uh, as the tobacco okay. industry shrinks, which, which it is, um, especially uh, a lot of people don't know this, and I think it's important for, for everybody to know that uh, 66, as of last year, 66% of all the cigars that are sold in this country are online. Yeah. 66%. That oh, yeah. means What's that happen when you they guys are not it? supporting your brick and mortar retailers. Uh, <laughs> that's your, your guy down the street. Um, I, I know that in some cases, because of the taxes, it's more money. Well, that's that's. But where are you going to go and smoke? That's right. the problem. Yeah. You got to support. You got to yep. support the you local. You got to pay a little more gotta, to have a place true. to run to. That's exactly right. You know, uh, lucky that you know Mary, uh, Bob's wife, and my wife that we we can smoke in a house. But most guys or most people don't smoke yeah, in yeah. a house. And if you're in the uh, the north side of America where the winter really stinks, <laughs> yeah. you're stuck. Yeah. And you got to go to a garage or you're going to yeah. outside freezing. Exactly. Yeah, but that's and not that's enjoyable. I mean, no. when you light up a pipe or a cigar, you want to kick back in your recliner and, and just be comfortable and, and it's part of this, be it's in that experience. zone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, sitting there shivering to me, it's like, yeah. I don't even want to smoke, you know? Yeah. And, you, and you don't want to drink, <laughs> you don't really want to have a glass of bourbon. Well, you actually you do, <laughs> you know, because that, that's yeah, kind of like warm you freeze, yeah. but yeah. That'll warm you up. <laughs> but yeah. It, well, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but I look for that, that zone. It, it, it's my relaxing time and, and, and I want to be comfortable, uh, you know? So, Got it. yeah. So I smoke in the house from morning till night. That he <laughs> does. Yeah. Wow. That he does. Yeah. But anyway, uh, anything else that you can offer before we, uh, you know? go our way and let you get back to making some money over yeah, here. Yeah, we got to let you sell. Uh, I thought you had uh, somebody make an espresso for us. Was, was that? <laughs> espresso? Did you, did you want an espresso? Would uh, you get me one too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to thank you guys for what you're doing and how you're supporting the industry. And you guys are just great. And I'm very happy to meet you. And I wanted to thank you for sure. including me. Uh, in your show, and uh, thank you, buddy. I mean, yeah. we become friends. Well, it's thank not you, just uh, absolutely. You know, and let uh, us know uh, where we interview. can follow you, uh, other your events, and if you like for us to, you know, help you with your events locally where we're at, give us a call, I and mean, we we'll can do. come down, and maybe we can bring a band together, and you know, just absolutely promote, promote, yeah. promote you guys. Yeah, we'll bring Trombone Dave and the Wood Long Clipping. And there's a couple of people I want you to still work on about getting some pipe <laughs> products in, you know? <laughs> That's, yeah. well, they know who they are. Uh, We're working on it. That's all right. We, we still got Chris in Arlington. He's he's not far from us. No, so. yeah. no. Oh, no. I got, yeah, we, Manny's right up the road from you. He's yeah. interested. So okay. uh, oh, yeah. either you can call them directly or you want me to you know, be in the middle, but we've mentioned to him when we he were doing an event there and Manny's- uh, And he's looking uh, maybe to bring in Papa's. Excellent. Yes. Yep. Excellent. So he's got space and he's okay. excited. So we'll Excellent. hook you up with that. We told Thank him you. all Thanks about again. you. Thanks again. Folks, Josh Weiser here from Arango Cigar Live at uh, the uh, Cigar Convention of the World right now. Um, and pipes, we can't leave out the pipes. Right. We want to thank Josh. <laughs> we wish you all the best. Thank and you. Uh, thank you. folks, hang close. We're moving on to the next stop. Uh, we'll surprise you. It's going to be a big one.
Thanks for sharing, uh, checking us out. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye Thank bye. you. Bye.